Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast, joined by Lockie and Daniel. How are we, boys? Good, mate. Very good. Very good. It's good, boys. Round 14, gentlemen. We are over the halfway mark. Origin 1's in the books. So we're, uh, we're getting to the business end, gentlemen. Uh, how 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 you feeling going into this round? Oh, yeah, a bit nervous. A lot of outs that are going to gonna come. I've got a lot of uh, false sense of security going on here with uh, <laughs> saying I've got 17 playing, but absolutely haven't got 17 playing this week. It's kind of... <laughs> Yeah, the green, the green ticks are a lie. How about you, yep. Daniel? Yeah, I'm thinking the exact same. I'm going to have to make two trades to get 17, and even then I'm not sure I'll have 17 by the end of the week. So um, oh, well, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just yeah I think it's we, going to be... Oh, sorry, go Just on. before we do get started, I just wanted to check, how are you boys How are you boys traveling? Did you take a hit last week from the oh, virus? You had to... You, you did, hey, this, this did not come up in the pre-show chat. What's doing? <laughs> Why you got, I just, I just <laughs> wanted to see how we all felt. Hey, 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 hey. Anytime Daniel asks me how I'm going, it means that he did well, and he's just waiting for me to ask no. him. No. Absolutely not. I I dropped a significant amount of places, so yeah, I did not do well. Captain Nico Hines, um, unfortunately. Oh yeah, well you made a better choice than me. I captained Mitchell Moses, which was oh, looking, which is I also red hot. Mitchell Moses oh, <laughs> was, looking, okay. was looking so good for the first twenty five thirty minutes, and then he just shit the bed. Um, I lo- I went I lost sort of a few hundred positions, not very many, so I wasn't too concerned. Um, I'll be trying to make some outrageous moves over the next few weeks just to see if I can jump a heap of places real quick. Fair. Very fair. Yeah, that's rough. That makes me feel a lot better, actually, boys. Thanks for that. I didn't even notice. <laughs> you I, I dropped a it. thousand. I dropped a thousand. That was it. But my team's crap anyway, so it is what it is. <laughs> nah, Pod Squad. This is where you thrive, Pod right? Pod Squad, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We're built different. We're built different on the Pod Squad. We like adversity. <laughs> Different yeah, is not, not good enough for Origin. No, you, no. What I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you got you guys have a team of flat track bullies. We we like you know. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a fair weather guy. I'm a I'm a I'm a go really shit and uh, and still stick by my boys. <laughs> On the beaten path type of team. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. Don't worry about us, buddy. You know, it is what it is. Um, right, no, let's do it. Um, all right, let's get into round one. Weird they've put the main game on the 6 p.m. Friday night slot again. I don't know why they've done it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Cowboys versus Manly. Uh, again, a few question marks around some origin availability, but it looks at this stage. Uh, Turbo is out. Dylan Walker. Actually, no, it's already been named. Turbo out. Dylan Walker named at fullback. Um, Kate Cuss comes on the bench. Um, DCE, Jacob Ovich, uh going to back up. Um, after Origin, uh, Kieran Foran named uh, at 5'8". Trebojevic keeps his spot. Benny Trebojevic, that is. um, Basically, that's that's kind of it at this stage for Manly. For the Cows, uh, Kyle Felt uh, ruled out. Uh, Justin O'Neill comes in for him. Uh, Val Holmes looks like he will back up. Uh, Cohen House obviously didn't play in Origin but was named to the squad, and he'll, he'll, he'll play as well. Um, that's it, boys. How do you see the game? Uh, Daniel, if I could start with you, mate. Yeah, look, uh, I think Cowboys caught him on a good week. No, no Tom Trebojevic. So, uh, if it's anything to He's go by this scared. season. Yeah, that's, that's exactly running what it scared. is. Running sure. scared. Um, if the Manly are anything to go by this season, the fact that Tom's out should see the Cows win by 30. Um, but I guess we'll see. Uh, hopefully Manly can it? hold a bit of form. Why'd you have to um, say it, man? <laughs> I'm putting, a, putting the jinx on it. I like that. We're all, we're all thinking it. Why'd you have to say it? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I might talk to Manly a bit here. No Josh Schuster in this team. I think he's still out with that uh, injury. So he will probably be another week or two, which kind of hurts a lot of fantasy owners, hoping he was going to be uh, in this week uh, from after the buy round. So he's kind of looking close to a sell for me just to try to make up the make up my team this week. And I'm sure a lot of other fantasy owners are thinking the same. Um, Tom Trebojevic out as well. I didn't think anyone was thinking he was going to back up after what one game, one day uh, on the sideline um, after Origin. So, of course, Dylan Walker comes in at fullback. Um, DC getting batted in Origin as well. Um, didn't really do much attacking work, so plenty, plenty of defense under his belt, so should be fine for this game. Um, in this Manly team, I don't really see too many... Too many goers. DC has been good over the last couple of weeks, uh, barring, obviously, Origin of the buy round. But um, I think that's come with the form of Trebojevic. So who knows what to make of this game um, without Turbo in it. So I think the other notable mentions are Morgan Harper's been pretty good at centre as well. Uh, he's become a, a decent uh, pod centre for most people. He's kind of like a Jesse Ramian. Not many people have him, but still putting up good numbers. 
Uh, Carl Lawton as well has been really good in the second row for Manly, but um, expect that to uh, dry up for his owners because Curtis Sirinan's, I think, just around the corner. And then when Schuster comes back uh, with Kieran Foran in this squad, expect uh, Olaquatu and Lawton to probably drop out to make way for those two uh, players coming back in. But outside of that, I don't really see too many fantasy options. Uh, in to be fair, squad. Curtis Sirinan has been one week away for like six weeks. so <laughs> <laughs> You're not he wrong. He was, he was in the 17, wasn't he, like two weeks ago? Yeah, then, yeah, he was on the bench, I think. He was named at 14. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, and then he dropped off the face of the earth all of a sudden. So <laughs> I guess he had a setback, but yeah, surely he's got to be back soon. But even if Schuster comes back, you'd think Lawton drops out and Olaquatu holds that spot because he's like a specialist edge, right? Oh, I don't, I don't rate Olakawatu personally. Um, I like Carl Lawton. He looks good. He made like a million tackles the other week and didn't miss. Like 44 tackles, I think, he made off the top of my head and didn't miss. So I really like him. And then he shifted to um, he shifted to nine if they needed him as well. So it kind of works out as a kind of utility. I don't know. Lachlan Croak can play in the halves if they need it. So I, don't know, I like Carl Lawton. Yeah, look, I wouldn't go out by him now just because oh. of the risk of Sirenin coming back. But if you have him, he's a good, very good player to have uh, at this Awkwardly point. Awkwardly priced too. Yeah, I think he's around the five hundred mark. What's he? What's he at? Yeah, something like that. Four fifty, five hundred. Yeah, five five oh three. So yeah, he's a bit awkward at that price. So yeah, probably a no go at the moment. Um, unless Sirenin's just ruled out for the rest of the season, then he might mm-hmm. be a pretty good buy. But anyway, yeah, you want to talk about the cows? Yes, would love to. Um, it would be my pleasure talking about the Cowboys. Um, yeah, look, it's kind of same old, um, same old cows. Val looking an excellent winger fullback pod. Um, if you want to pick him up, Tommy Dean becomes an interesting prospect. I don't know what his price at, Dan. You might be able to tell me. Um, but he should pretty much lock down that seven jersey. He's only had a couple of training sessions. He might start off a bit rusty. Um, you know, a few low scores perhaps. But you know, I. I expect big things from him. Uh, they see him as a long-term, I, I assume, a long-term um, seven Chad Townsend can get out of here. So Tommy Dean <laughs> surely keeps that seven jersey. I really like Tom Dean. So, um, yeah, 427. 427. So, look, if he's going to pump out some decent scores, it's not you know, a terrible price to pay. It's kind of awkward, but... He, um, the main thing going against him is the fact that he needs to be the main kicker in that team to get points. Um, because that's where he's really struggled for the Broncos. He was always sharing the kicking duties, only getting around, you know, 80 to 150-odd kick metres a game. So if he, you know, takes over the sole, like, long kicking for the team, he could be looking at a decent um, decent score in the halves. But I think outside of that, he he really needs to pick up his stats. But I guess he was playing for the Broncos before yeah. that, right? And so. he also um, partnered Anthony Milford in the halves, who did all the kicking, you know, 400, 500 metres a game, where Tommy did... Yeah. Uh, where Got Drinkwater sort of does, you know, to maybe 300 max. Um, so I could see a 50-50 split here at least, which, you know, would bump him up another 10 points or so. Um, you know, if he gets another 200 points under his belt, uh, 200 kick metres under his belt, uh, he should get another another 10 points or so added to his average. So, I don't know, I really like him. And if he can form a nice, um, nice partnership with Val and um, some of his other players around him, I think that he'll be, he'll be quite good. Um, but otherwise, look... Tom Gilbert, I still rate him as a buy. Um, still looks great. And, um, yeah, can see him keeping a, a spot here as well. Um, the only person who they're sort of missing from this team is a second rower, uh, is Mitch Dunn, I think, who was suspended for a week. So, Cohen Hess is filling that spot. But I dare say that Cohen Hess probably goes back to the bench and maybe Tom Gilbert stays in the front row. But I, I really like Tom Gilbert. He looks can, good. Can I just... Can I just say something really quickly? And yeah. Moody, and it's a poignant time for me to bring it up because you'll be the most excited. I can't believe I forgot to mention it. Lolo's back from suspension. He is, my boy. I was about to talk about him next. Very excited sorry. about this. That's um, that's my job as host that I, I, I'll drop the ball there. Boys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be better. <laughs> um, I'll take your job otherwise. So, yeah, be careful. Oh, wow. Okay. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> the fans wouldn't have it, mate. The fans You're would right. not have it. They'd be outraged. Yeah, honestly, they'd be riding in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, Lolo's back. Um, I think he's only owned by about 7.7-ish percent of um, percent of teams, so, you know, reasonably pointed difference but um, always a good buy coming up to the next buy round where the Cows play. So um, he's got – he's reasonably getting – he's kind of getting his minutes back. He played 60 minutes last um, last game he played, which was, what, like three weeks ago or so, um, maybe four. He scored a 27 or a 29 from memory, but I think I was going to say the other night. 
yeah, he copped a Simbin, he missed six tackles, and he copped a penalty, obviously. So, you know, that was 19, 19 points in merits, which would have brought him up to like a 50. So, look, I think that he's, he's going to go back to pumping out some around 50 scores, and he's priced, you know, around like 600 or 620, which is ridiculous for for Jason Tomlala. We know how, how good he is. So, I think that he's um he's a buy as well if you can get him into your team somewhere. But otherwise, um, not much more to talk about from the Cows um, fantasy-wise. I think he could probably wait on Tamalolo a couple of weeks. He's six seventy eight, yeah, and his break even is like seventy at the moment. Like you could probably give him a week or two. Don't need to rush him into your squad. You're gonna feel so silly when he scores a million. <laughs> you are going to feel that silly. So Sam, when, Sam, when you listen to this late at night, mate, clip this. Clip this. <laughs> Twitch, what's going on? If anyone, anyone that isn't Sam, stop listening. But yeah, clip, clip this because Daniel, the egg on your face is going to be ridiculous, mate. He's not going to score over seventy this round. Not a chance. How many times have you oh, said that? Your time. How many times have you scored over I seventy? Sm- <laughs> I smell a wager. <laughs> No, I'm not willing to bet anything on this at the moment. At this All point, right, there you go. You heard it here first. Daniel's a coward. Make, makes makes a makes a, a bold claim then isn't willing to back it up. All right, fair enough. He's not going to get a seventy unless he scores a try. I'll leave it at that. Wait, hey, whoa, whoa! You can't add conditions. You can't. That is add the condition. Conditions. That's the only way he'll get higher than a seventy is if he somehow. Yeah, well, you said he wasn't doing it. So you watch him, Mooney. Are you your you team, Lolo? Surely I am, but surely we got a wager. Whoever scores higher is, you know, most Zembai or Jason Tomlolo. You know, the the loser yeah. has to make a public apology. <laughs> Whoever scores higher, what? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, it's your boy. Hey, you hey, passed the wrong my, horse. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Not my fault. You you hitched you hitch yourself to that wagon. That's on you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, good for a centre, not for a middle type score. <laughs> Anyway, oh, let's move on. Talking let's... Jason Tamalolo here. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get out of this mess. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah, I don't know how they got turned around on you. I got real negative with you real quick. Um, <laughs> tries, tries to make a decent fantasy point. Oh, you might want to wait. His break even's pretty high. I was like, no. You're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah moron. Um, all right, boys. Uh, game two. Uh, Panthers and Sharks. Still a few question marks uh, surrounding the Panthers. It looks like Nathan Cleary won't be backing up after copping that uh, that cut to his cheek. Um, but uh, there's still, yeah, some question marks. It, it seems like Kurt Capewell probably will back up. Liam Martin didn't play too many minutes, so he might. Um, but, yeah, Brian Toto, Isaiah Yo, Jerome Luai, uh, all, again, all question marks. So it'll be interesting to see um, what happens there. So still probably too many question marks around, uh, around the Panthers at this stage. But for the Sharkies... Uh, the only real change is it was a battle of uh, the blokes that trained the house down. So uh, Andrew Fafita comes in for Frank Pele. Unfortunately, Fafita just trained the house down a little bit more than Frank did this week, so he gets the nod on the bench. Um, but otherwise, that's it, boys. Uh, Mooney, do you want to get into it for me, mate? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Sharks, I think, this week. Um, yeah, look, Jesse Ramian is sort of one of my few big talking points here. I He's still not owned by very many people. He's got a three-game average of around the four, mid-40s, maybe a little higher. Um, Jesse Ramey, he's been killing it. He's got his tail up. He's, um, he's seeking the ball and making tackle breaks for fun. So I really like him as a point of difference center option. I think you're paying, you know, decent decent coin for him, though. Um, but, yeah, he looks good um, as much as I hate to say it. Um yeah, so good, good center option there. I think um, Matty Moylan's still killing it, so still get him into your team. Um, Shawnee Johnson as well. Um, he produced a decent score. I think he hit a fifty-seven from the top of my head the other week um, and played seventy minutes. I think so. Um, this will be a big test for him, I guess, against the Panthers um, coming off a loss. So. Um, yeah, interested to see how he goes. Hopefully, you know, he can produce some of the Sean Johnson magic that we know he can um, and starts producing some good scores. So, you know, he's a buy if he strings together a few 50-plus scores. Um, other than that, um, the rest are reasonably null. Fantasy-wise, Tolman is sort of a very point of difference. You know, you're paying – he's all priced awkwardly about 570-ish. Um if you want to bring him in, but he seems to be getting the minutes um, compared to all the other forwards. So don't mind it. But otherwise, it's about it for the Sharks, I think. Um, yeah. Tolman had a particularly low score his last outing. He only got 30. So Yeah, that was Sharks put a million on the Titans, they yeah. played the Titans. Yeah. yeah, so there was no... If you watch that game, it was all, you know, they looked to score a try of every play. So Basically. there was no real work for the forwards and Titans barely had the ball, so he didn't do any tackling. 
So that wasn't surprising at all. He'll have yeah. a lot of tackles this week, I dare say. So I like the chat on uh, Johnson. I actually think he'll be a a decent pod in the halves um, over the next couple of weeks, just with the fact that um, no Chad Townsend there. Moylan doesn't do a hell of a lot of kicking. So he does basically all the kicking, Sean Johnson. And yep. yeah, also gets a few tackle busts here and there and some attacking stats quite often. So yeah, um, like that call. Hmm. That's it. Do you want to talk through the Panthers? Yeah. So uh, just as you were talking, um, just to date exactly when we're recording this podcast, um, the team's just updated for the Panthers, and uh, it looks like Cleary, Luai, Yo, Toto, and Katewell are all being rested. So um, they're all out, and Liam Martin's currently in the reserves. So um, that sees a lot of options for a lot of fantasy coasters just being thrown out the window. Ooh. Um. So, I'll, ju- I'll yeah, just give my to... life. Re- Shit. Yeah. <laughs> just about. Yeah. Um, yep. I'll sum yeah, it up. So, yeah. It's shit. Yeah. Panthers <laughs> are currently named one to seventeen with all those yeah origin reserves just dropping out basically. So, uh, very rough one to see. Um, but expect Matt, Matt Burton as well to perform again this week. Uh, got a fifty-five in a um very underwhelming Panthers team last week. So hopefully he bounces back a bit against these sharks and can uh, put together put together a, a decent score. I mean, 55 is pretty good for him last week, but he can definitely score more, and that try kind of saved his saved his score a bit as well. So hoping for him to get you know 60 plus score this week. Um, outside of that, from the Panthers, uh, I don't think Eisenhuth put together the kind of score that we were thinking he would put together last week just because of the fact that they got pumped in the end. There was way too many um, tackle um, tackle breaks from the Tigers and a lot of missed tackles for the Panthers. So Eisenhuth only came away, came away with a 42. Um, but I expect him to do better than that um, going forward as long as the Panthers don't get pumped. But that's a big if. So um, outside of that, I don't really see any of these Panthers players uh, really performing that well over the origin period without all their stars. So it might be a bit, um, bit difficult for Panthers to string a few wins together, especially after the pummeling they took last week, unfortunately, unless you boys have any, anyone you're looking at from this Panthers squad. Uh, happy Coruscant for me. Um, becomes a very interesting prospect, you know, probably backs up, uh, or will back up, you know, he obviously didn't play origin. Um, and he's priced at around six twenty. I know Mitch Kenny's on the bench, but, you know, as soon as these Origin players come back in, you know, maybe Appy doesn't play 80. Um, once these Origin players come back in, Mitch Kenny surely drops off and Appy goes back to playing good minutes, um, you know, around yeah. 80. So I really like that once that starts happening. Yeah, he got 77 minutes, just under 80 in his last start. Got a 68, pretty good against the Dogs. But um, with Mitch Kenny on the bench there, I don't know if I would go him just yet. Uh, unless Barton comes in for Kenny, then Appy's probably a red-hot go. But, um, yeah, he's currently 18th man for New South Wales, but doesn't look like they needed him at all. No injuries, though, from Origin, which is quite surprising. You know, a HIA here and there, but that's really bad. Uh, just on that, again, just some uh, some quote-unquote breaking news in regards to that. Uh, Dan Gagai's getting scans, just regards to the no injuries. Dan Gagai's actually getting scans on his hand that's apparently been broken. Uh, and Jairo had to get a painkilling injection at halftime, so he looks like he's out this week for the Titans, which is the next game we're about to talk about. Right, so that's why Gagai was basically invisible. Yeah, that that and the rest of the Queensland team were shit house. But uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go with a broken hand. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did it with like ten minutes to go. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's say that. <laughs> um, uh, anything else you want to say with that game before we get into the the Titans game, boys? Nah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. All right, so. For for the Titans, uh, Brimo uh, looks to be back. Um, we, again, uh, been named, but we'll we'll see. Um, uh, again, um, oh, actually, no, Mike Fodawaker is out. Thought it looked like he was going to back up. No, uh, he got done for a dangerous contact charge. Um, um, Dave Fafita, Tino, they're uh, they're being monitored. So who knows what that means? They may or may not play. Um, uh, for the Roosters, Teddy may or may not play. He's been named to back up, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Joseph Suwali looks like he'll be coming in if uh, if Teddy is out. Um, Sam Walker is back after being rested. Uh, and that's it, boys. Again, a few question marks, so uh, we'll see how we go. Um, but uh, yeah, and then obviously with that news that Jairo 
looks like he's uh, looks like he's probably out as well with uh, after getting having to get a pain killing injection to play through uh, State of Origin. Um, Daniel, how do you see it? Yeah, um, Jaya actually isn't at the Titans anymore. Burma just thought I'd let you know. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, um, that's that's the howler of all howlers. No one cut that out. I, I want that in there because uh, <laughs> just just I I am human. I'm not perfect. Oh my god, that's horrendous. So, yeah, Sam, Sam, when you're listening, clip that. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, my uh, goodness. Yeah. I'll oh, so then he, about... he, yeah, he, what, there you go. What affect the Titans then? Beauty, done. Yeah, should be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, I'll talk about the Roosters here. Um, apparently, the early mail so far is that uh, Teddy is looking like he will play this game, which will help a lot of uh, fantasy owners of his this week. Definitely need him in my squad, that is. Um, Sam Walker being back is. Good for the Roosters, but I think a lot of uh, people sold him already. And if not, uh, you're pretty lucky you're holding him. But at the same time, he's looking like he's going to lose a lot of cash this week. I think his break-even is somewhere in the realm of 80-odd at the moment or something ridiculously high based on his last couple of starts. So, um, yeah, he's looking like he's going to lose a lot of cash. So if you see him as a cash cow and not a long-term option, he's probably a sell at this point. Um, but if you need players for the for the you know, these last next couple of rounds um, while you're missing all your origin players, he's well worth a hold as well. It kind of depends on your circumstances, really. Um, outside of that, uh, because Teddy's looking like he's going to play, it means Suwali won't come into this squad as well. I guess you can wait until, uh, I guess, I think they play the early game, right, on Saturday. It's like three o'clock. So um, you could probably wait until three o'clock Friday. Uh, and see what the team list is going to turn out like. If Suwali gets dumped off that uh, reserves list, it looks like Teddy's probably going to stay there. So you'll know by then um, if Teddy uh, is probably in or out. So that'll be good to wait on that if you need to pull the trigger on a few trades. Uh, Angus Crichton as well is in for the Roosters, which is good. A lot of people have him. Thank God he's back in the team. Um, outside of that... I don't really see many options here for the Roosters to go for anyway. Uh, Tupo not being named in origin. Uh, he kind of firms as a good winger fullback pod uh, during the origin period, but he's yeah still very awkwardly priced and probably uh, probably a bit uh, difficult to pick up for a lot of teams. So outside of that, I don't see a lot of value in this Roosters squad. Yeah, look, I tend to agree um, with just about everything you've said. Um, so move on to... The Titans. Um, yeah, look, not much to talk about in the in the back six. AJ Brimson, sort of, I don't know if he can string together again a few good scores. Then yeah, he might be worth the pick up. But under a bit of an injury cloud at the moment, and his workload sort of you know questionable, so he may be in and out of this squad. You know, might play this week, might not. So one to watch. Um, look, I'm going to stop talking about Brian Kelly because he he keeps disappointing me. So. Um, I guess my few the few few people I do want to talk about are Jamal Fogarty, um, Fodawaker, and Tyrone Peachy. So, um, you know, with this, I'm focusing looking at this next buy round, round 17. So these are all people that I would be targeting. I guess uh, Fodawaker. I mean, you could take or leave. Um, if he plays. Uh, not obviously this week, but in the coming weeks uh, in and around Origin, he's been scoring big. He looks good. He looked good for Queensland, I thought, and he looks good for the Titans. Uh, and his scores are kind of showing that as well. He's been scoring up around the 50-plus, uh, depending on attacking stats, but he seems to be getting attacking stats each week, you know, tackle breaks, the odd line break, the odd try assist here and there. So I reckon he's going to be a red-hot point of difference come, um, you know, buy rounds and the run the run home anyway, if you can get some decent minutes um here. Jamal Fogarty is a bit risky, um, you know, given that, you know, he can be he can score a sixty in pure base stats, but then again, you know, watch him against the Sharks and he scored like a thirty six or thirty five because he had zero uh, attacking stats and missed a shit ton of tackles, gave away a few penalties, got sim binned, I'm pretty sure. So um still yeah, a risk, but yeah. Just a just a quick one. Um yep. Titans already played their bye round, just FYI. So they won't be playing in the round 17 bye. Did they play last they played week? Against, they played against Storm. Oh, yeah. well, jokes. You know what? 
disregard everything I have just said. <laughs> Thank um, God someone else had a howler. <laughs> Sam, you can cut this bit as well. This is a shocker. Um, yeah, look, look, I know Titans, all right then. Yeah. Dan, Dan, Daniel, mate, you are, you are putting on a clinic tonight. You are oh, best mate. on ground easily. No, I've got one coming. That means that it always comes in yeah. three. I've, I've got a howler coming, don't yeah, worry. Good, because that was embarrassing. Oh, all, all I'm saying, Moody, Moody, Moody and I have had his first potty back in a little bit, and this is the shit we're delivering. Oh, oh miss, my miss goodness. One pod, miss one review, and it's just all shambles. Oh, this is rare air this evening, gentlemen. If you've waited all week for this... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all God. I'm saying, all I'm saying, is you both let me talk for ages, saying that Jairo is playing for the Titans. So maybe you can cop it. Oh, yeah, I had to yeah, cut in there. He could have yeah. gone for another five minutes. Yeah. I just I thought it was going. I hadn't got onto Tyrone Peachy yet. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, nah. Look, um, Titans are red hot. Pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Hey, oh, whatever dear. credibility we had is. <laughs> Out the window, boys. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, where are we? <laughs> Anything else you want? Daniel, Daniel, do you just want to clear up everything yeah. Moody and yeah, I have said so... and just make it listenable? <laughs> so where we're falling there, Moon, is Titans. Uh, yeah, probably don't pick them up for round 17, but some of them, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yes, I like it. That's basically what I was trying to say anyway. <laughs> I think um, if you picked up, because they were pretty popular by round picks in Jaden Campbell and Greg Marzu, if you picked up either of those, um, well, one of those in particular being uh, Jaden Campbell, um, wait till three o'clock Friday, see if he stays on the reserves. But if he doesn't, he's probably a drop at this stage. I don't even see Brimson getting picked for the next origin. It might be Ben Hunt on the bench. Um, to be honest, which is another question mark because a lot of people brought in Ben Hunt last week for the buy round. So um, a few a few difficult, uh, I guess, choices to make for some fantasy owners. If you have Mazu, you did made the right decision out of the two. He's probably a hold for the next couple of weeks. Look like he's ahead of uh, Anthony Don in the pecking order. So um, he should get a couple of weeks of price rises. But yeah, um, Campbell looks like he might be a sell. It kind of baffles me time. that Don is the king. So um, he should be in exactly. every team. I know. It's unfortunate. Um, I don't know if Fafida and Fasilmala we will back up. I suspect um, David Fafida might, but Tino put in a, a decent shift. So, um, But then again, he plays big minutes, so who knows? Um, I guess wait until 3 p.m. Friday, see what happens. All right, That's so the news is, and the, and the summary is, <laughs> we've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same for a lot of games this weekend, yeah. just about, yeah. Yeah, um, all right, boys, let's get on to... Uh, rabbits and knights. Oh, this could be a cricket score, gentlemen. Um, okay, for the bunnies, Jai Arrow of the bunnies of South Sydney fame, Jai Arrow of South Sydney fame, uh, uh, and Dangagai, uh, they've been rested, they won't play. Uh, Dangagai again, again, could potentially be a longer term one, just pending those scans uh, on his hand. Uh, Jai Arrow, obviously, again, not too sure the extent of his injury, but he could be out for a few weeks as well. Uh, Cookie and Luttrell, uh, they may or may not play. Apparently, there's still a decision pending. So, again, that might be a, a Friday 3 o'clock job. Um, let's have a little look here for the rest of the team. Um, Mark Nichols uh, has been named to start, but apparently will need to get through training as well. Uh, for the Knights, uh, Daniel Siafidi, um, he's expected to back up. Uh, Phoenix Crossland uh, comes in uh, into the side at halfback with Jake Clifford. There's, this is a funny one for you, boys. Uh, Kurt Mann goes into the centres for Stafford Toa. Uh, with uh, He's out injured. And Anari Tuala to the wings. So, boys, it could be a little, little bit of a patchwork Knights team this week. Uh, how, do you, how do you see it going, Moon? Yeah, look, going to talk about um, the Knights who... Just to just to confirm, do not play the round seventeen by round. Nice. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We work our way back to redemption. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So uh, a lot of these blokes actually become very interesting prospects, and whether they become cells. Um, but look, no KP as well, um, and he seems to be facing you know setback after setback. So um, he's a sell if you if you haven't sold him just yet. Um, me, I cracked the shits with him a few weeks ago and and sold him. So um, yeah, don't mind that. Kurt Man at centre is very interesting. Um, just talking footy wise purely, but look, 
I suppose the really the people you want to hear about is um, Jaden Braley, I guess, Connor Watson, um, who are the more fancy uh, – Brody Jones are probably the more fancy relevant people. Phoenix Crossman as well, if you picked him up as a point of difference, we talked about him a few weeks ago, and he uh, – risky um, because, look, as soon as the centre starts coming back in, um, Stuff Tora, I think, was the person who might be out um, with – who was playing on the wing and Anari Tawali getting pushed to the wing. Um, as soon as he comes back, then I guess Kurt Mann probably slots back into the halves with maybe Jake Clifford going to seven and Kurt Mann at six or something along those lines anyway. So Penny's Crossland's, you know, probably the man to go with any changes in this squad. Um, Jaden Braley has been, he's produced, look, he's got a three round average of something around just over 40. He's been very underwhelming. He's losing a heap of cash. So, if you don't see him as a season-long keeper, he's someone to trade out now, um, if not just before the next buy round. I think that he still will be a season-long keeper because, you know, he's a big-minute hooker who you don't get too many of them these days. So, um, yeah, still a good pick, especially with, you know, someone like Reed Marnie out long-term. There's not very many um, uh, big-minute hookers around. So I still like Jaden Braley as a, you know, even if you're cracking the shits with him. Um, I would keep him in his squad. Um, Brody Jones becomes an interesting short-term option with uh, Tyson Brazell out. Um, I like him as a pickup. He's priced very near basement price. So, um, yeah, and played nearly 80. He went off the HI last week, so he would have played 65-odd minutes, I think, um, without going back and looking at it. So don't mind that. And Connor Watson, look, he's still playing around the 50-minute 50 minutes a game and is scoring somewhere between 40 and 50. So I still like Connor Watson, but he's someone that I would look to upgrade just before or Oi, at round hey, 15 hey, if you can. Hey. Talking pure fantasy, Connor, because I'm a fr- I'm friend of the show, you know. That's I'm your second blunder of the night, mate. That's your second <laughs> blunder of the night. I, 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 know, I know where it's come from and I know what you're trying to say. But that's that's the clangor of all clangers, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, it's probably you're probably going to need to give me a few minutes to heal from that one because that's that's blasphemy of the highest order. Right, I think I might just go probation for the next five minutes and let Daniel do the talking. Daniel, oh, you I would. The bunnies. That's I think it's for the best. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Righto. Um, yeah, look, uh, Latrell and Cookie put on an absolute shift uh, last night, so I. Don't think I expect Latrell Mitchell at the at the least to back up here. Um, Cookie might because he did get taken off with some time left, and uh, I think Jack White came on and the Y moved to hooker for the Blues, so um, he possibly could back up. Don't see him playing eighty in this game though. Um, but Mitchell, if he does back up, he probably won't play eighty either. Um, but yeah, other than that, this Rabbitohs team. Uh, just to confirm, they will play the round 17 by. So there are a couple of plays you can kind of look at uh, in terms of uh, maybe a you know point of difference type option to play that round. Um, Adam Reynolds kind of shines as a as an obvious option with um, a lot of their their main plays being out. He'll probably do a lot more of the ball playing and be around um, the attacking plays for the bunnies in that round 17 by. So he might be a decent pod option, not really priced that great at 630k um but do expect him to lose a little bit more cash over the next couple of rounds leading up to um leading up to that round 17 buy so he might be a pickup a bit later um but if you need a half um this week he's not a terrible option to go for um just not obviously the pinnacle type half you want to be picking up i guess if you're low on trades i would suggest not making that kind of a move and just fucking it up just because you don't want to be wasting too many trades on someone that you might not want to keep for the whole uh for the rest of the season because i don't see reynolds as probably the pinnacle half that you want in your squad but um if you are need a pod and need someone to play for that buy round and you have plenty of trades reynolds is a definitely good option uh outside of that campbell graham is also a very good option in the centers uh has been a bit uh a bit average uh, for the first start of the season, for the first half of the season, but he's generally a very good centre. You know, he can easily hit the the mid-30s to 40s uh, on most weeks, and with a try, he generally bumps up to around a 50. So uh, if he can hit a bit of form and keep his scores up, he is a definite option to go. He's around 500k at the moment, so he's not terribly priced for a centre, but he's still a premium centre at that. So, um, yeah, uh, have with that what you will. Um, that's probably my talk on the bunnies, I'd say, unless you boys have anything pressing that you want to talk about. 
No, that's nope. about it for me. Yeah, not really too much. There's a lot of Origin players that you don't really want to go near for yeah. the time being. Bunnies by a million is all I'll say. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, boys. Raiders and Broncos is the, is the next matchup. And uh, I gotta be honest, mate. I'm not confident in your boys. I'm like they they should be winning this, but boy, oh boy. Um, for the Ders, uh, Jackie White and Mayo may not play again. Um, he played limited minutes uh, for New South Wales, so uh, he may or may not back, uh, back up. Uh, Ricky Stewart uh, has lost the plot. He's dropped Caleb Akins. Uh, <laughs> Bailey Simonson comes in for him at fullback. Uh, Semi Valame uh, is on the wing. Uh, Big Papa comes back. Uh, Josh Papali uh, comes back from suspension. Uh, Joseph Tarpany also joins the bench. Um, so, uh, again, um, those, are, those are your big changes from the Raiders, but again, a question mark around uh, Jackie Whiten's fitness. Uh, for the Broncos, um, Carmichael Hunt's back, boys. Uh, first game since 2009. Uh, he's coming in at 5'8'2", partner Albert Kelly. Uh, if, this was, uh, if this was seven years ago, this Haas pairing would be red hot. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's uh, it's not seven years ago, and they're both old as shit. Um, uh, Payne Haas, Avi Coates, uh, again named, but need to be monitored. So we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, it'd be Mead and Ricky that would come in for those guys, most likely. Um, but otherwise, uh, that's the uh, that's the tail of the tape. Daniel, do you want to get us started? Yeah, sure. I kind of want to talk about the. Broncos here just with the the sheer amount of changes um to this team. Um obviously the main one that you brought up Carmichael Hunt in at 58 for the Broncos um gamble out uh, at the same time. So I think it's a huge risk to go near either of these two being Kelly and Hunt just for the fact that um you know it, Milford could come back in, Gamble could come back in. They could change it up at any point if they're putting a fullback in at five eight, but I guess Hunt probably doesn't have the legs of a fullback anymore. But out for four to five weeks with a head knee surgery the other day. Yeah. Ah, there you go. But still, either of these two could easily drop out for Gamble to come back in. So I wouldn't say any of their jobs are secure for the next couple of weeks. Um, could happen next round. Could happen a month from now. But at some point, I see Gamble coming back into this squad. Uh, Kelly though has been quite good and been playing quite well. Even in their loss last week, uh, he did have three try assists. Um, so he looks probably the better option to hold a spot at the moment, but we thought the same about Tyrant, uh, Gamble as well a few months back, uh, a month back as well. So, uh, who knows what's going to happen with that halves pairing. Uh, Asako had an absolute shocker and Kevy's dropped in for Farnworth, who I don't mind as a fullback. He, um, at center, when he gets his hands on the ball in a bit of space, looks quite good, breaks a tackle here and there. So him at fullback, he might get a few tackle busts and be in a few. I agree. Busts. I low-key love that. Great yeah, shout. I actually love I, that, to be honest. I honestly think he's going to score quite well at fullback. Um, Bronco's not playing the round 17 by though. Bit of a risk picking him up, and he's got quite a high break even, I think, at the moment, Herbie. I think it's around 50, so um, bit of a bit of a cautious um, one on Herbie there, but um, I could see him against the underperforming Raiders team still scoring around a 50 this week as well. So um, bit of a risky pot option there. If you don't already have Herbie, he's... Very good in the centres still, and I think even at fullback he'll just be just as good as he was in the centres, if not better. So, um, a, good, ha- good to have there. Just a question for you: who does the uh, who does the goal kicking now that uh, now that um, Jermaine Asako is out? Uh, I imagine there's going to be about a million points on offer for the goal kicker this week, given that they're playing the Durs. <laughs> um, I... Genuine question: I have no idea who's going to kick. Is it Albert Kelly? I mate? have Come no idea. Kenny didn't Carmichael Hunt kick. Oh, not that I remember, but again, it's been like a million years since he's played, so who bloody knows? He played AFL, he can kick, surely. <laughs> yeah, surely. <laughs> yeah, NFL and goal kicking off a tee are the same thing, so yeah. Yes, yeah. he'll drop one them through. <laughs> I imagine it'll be Kelly. He's got the clutch one. gene. Yeah, I would have thought so too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I said, a million points on offer for the goal kicker this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's probably all my mail on the Broncos. Um, anyway, Moon, talk about your does. Right, yeah, let's go. Um... No, nah, look, I think it's going to be... Uh, nah, well, I'm positive. Positive here. Raiders are going to get up and win by 13. Um, not by a million, 13. Bailey Simonson at fullback is interesting. Yeah, he, look, he w- was growing up, he was a fullback, so um, not like this is going to be out of position for him. Um, don't know if it really changes his scores all that much. I don't see how much impact he's going he's gonna to have, but um, he hasn't played too much fullback for the Raiders, so... Um, yeah, the one to watch. Um, 
with Curtis Scott out for, you know, indefinitely, probably going to be gone for the season pending investigation, um, Tomoko, Tomoko? Tomoko. Comes yeah, in. Tomoko, yeah. Tomoko um, probably keeps this spot long term. I don't know who who takes it unless, you know, someone comes under the wing and they push um, Rapana into the centres, but um, becomes a very risky point of difference. Uh, risky cash cow if you wanted to pick him up. I think Jack White's going to score a 1,000 this week. Um, he's going to have, I think, it doesn't matter who he runs at, he's going to be um, on a mission. Um, yeah, no, I think he's going he's gonna to score a lot of points this week, a couple of tries in him, I reckon. Um, good to see Josh Rapali back. Um, had a very had a bit of a rocky fantasy this year, Josh Papali. Um, you know, and I think that he's going to come out firing as well, given how he's he's you know he's been out for three four weeks. Um, pair sitting on the sideline, so wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and scores a heap as well. But apart from that, Corey Howe and I are still looking like a keeper on uh, in the edge uh, on the edge there. But otherwise, it's pretty bad it for the Raiders. Surely we get up here. Surely. Oh wow! Yeah, now you sound heaps confident, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one, no confident Raiders supporters this year. Yeah, seriously, this might be the worst game of the year. You you look at these teams on paper. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not being funny here. This could be the the worst game of the year. Now, you know what's going to happen is it's in Canberra. It's basically going to snow. You know, the Raiders are used to this sort of shit because you know they're all Canberrans. Why, you know, why not? It's going to be too cold for the Brisbane boys. They're going to be a little bit soft. They'll come out with their gloves on. You know, no, nah, no, nah, it's just not going to work out. I think the Raiders win by a lot because just purely because of the climate, I reckon. I, I reckon it's going to be 8 nil Broncos. Two unconverted tries. That'll be it. <laughs> if, if, uh, if today, in terms of temperature, is anything to go by for the weekend, it says, uh, just because I live north side near the ground, it is, what, four degrees, it says on my watch. It says it feels like minus two. So, Must um, be nice yeah, to be able to that. afford a watch that tells the temperature. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> the other half, uh, Bluetooth. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful thing that is. Yeah, it sounds like well. He's paying you well. Yeah, <laughs> paying you well. Are you holding that on us? <laughs> mate, I share don't control the the finances. Talk to the producer, mate. I don't sure, control share that. the royalties now. Dun- Dunham can't count, so I, I, sh- I doubt he's handling finances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he's flat out doing pr- buddy playing pause. He's, he's flat out. <laughs> Missed a couple of decimal points when he's been out uh, giving out the cash. He's got to be. <laughs> got to be. Kickbacks to Daniel. Yeah, I was surprised uh, why I got 10k for the week last week. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys are getting paid. <laughs> um, anything else we want to touch on from that game, boys? No. That the, the toilet bowl of the week. <laughs> nah, let's move on. Um, all right, boys. Uh, Warriors and Storm. Okay, again, we've got we've got question marks uh, around the Storm team, uh, but we'll start with the Warriors. Uh, AFB uh, named amongst reserves, so it could be back. Um, that'll be the interesting one. Um, uh, see how that plays out. RTS comes in for Reese Walsh, who is suspended. Um, Nick Arima, uh after a head knock against the Cows, good to go. Um, just trying to see if there's any other standout changes. Th- those are it, as far as I can see, except for obviously Jazz Tavunga being named amongst the reserves, which is huge. Um, so Josh Curran's named at lock this week. <laughs> Um, for the Storm, um, Nelson Asafa-Solomona uh, out with suspension. Um, Remus Smith has been cleared to play, uh, had his charge downgraded. Uh, Cameron Munster, um, don't know if he'll play. He might have copped a knee injury after uh, after Liam Martin threw his ribs at, at his ACL. Don't know if you boys <laughs> saw that. But, uh, yeah, Liam Martin, confirmed dog, tried to take out, tried to take out Munster. Um, yeah, that's that's how everyone saw it. Yep. Yeah, uh, honestly, you're blind if you didn't see it that way. Uh, Felice Kafusi uh, and Ado Carr uh, and Harry Grant uh, and Christian Welsh. Obviously, they're the they're the origin reps. So again, question marks all round. Um, Storm usually very conservative, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, uh, Kenny Bromwich named uh, after copying an injury. Thought he was going to be out for a while, but again, boys, question marks galore. So so do your best with this one, Mooney. If you want to kick us off, mate. Um, yeah, look, gonna talk about the Warriors. I don't really want to talk about Storm. Um, if you're an RTS owner, you'd be cheering. You'd be cheering for this one week, I guess, that um, Walsh is suspended. 
uh, and RTS goes back to fullback. Um, I still think he's a sell. He's been you know, kind of proved me wrong. He's been producing some decent scores from the wing, but purely in attacking stats here. Um, you know, Wade Egan probably goes back to playing, probably plays 80 here. They've got a very big bench, um, the Warriors. So um, that's huge for him. If you're a Wade Egan owner, if you're stuck, um, stuck with him from the start, um, that's pretty good. He's been scoring reasonably well, so... Um, not a bad option. One of those eighty-minute hookers. It just if he can um, smash out some attacking stats, then he becomes a genuine fantasy weapon. It's just you know a little hit and miss in that department. <clears throat> um, Joshy Curran starting at lock for me is a little worrying. If you held on to Josh Curran, I think that means that he now no longer plays eighty. Um, I think that once you know he subs off, you know it'll probably be something like a Curran off, Tohu Harris to lock, and a Murdoch Masila. Um, comes on to the second row or something on those lines, maybe Bailey Sirenen plays, or you know, they've got Jack Murchie there as well. So maybe neither Josh Curran or Bailey Sirenen plays um plays eighty in this team. So I don't know, I think I'd be looking at trading Josh Curran out, still is worth a bit of money. Um and probably only gonna lose some cash if he is now no longer gonna play eighty minutes. So um that's probably how I see that. Otherwise not much to talk about um from this Warriors team, I think. Um, unless you boys see it differently. Uh, I I don't know about your chat there on Curran. I think Curran, he's still got a bit of money to make. I think his break-even is still around the teens at the moment. So he he should still make a little bit of cash. And I think you can't really be a bit picky if you've got a, you know, got a good solid green tick that doesn't play Origin. So um, I wouldn't sell Curran just yet. Just the fact that he's playing in lock, I would give him another week because if he does perform at lock, um, you don't really want to be trading a player that, you know, will play the round 17 buy and will be in this team barring injury. So um, that's you're risking, if you're playing overall points, though, I think you're risking a lot there. You know, he could come out and just score a 25 or so because he plays 40 minutes. I mean, he's averaging, what, 50, 50 and 80 minutes. So if he halves that, he's getting 25 and 40 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think if you're, so. if you're playing for overall points, um, even if he gets a 20, you don't really mind that because he'll still make a little bit of cash and then you just sell him next week if he is not performing at lock. But I still see him, you know, getting a decent score. Even in the first rotation, he'll play like 20 to 25 minutes. He should easily get 20 points from that because he normally does when he's playing close to the middle. So um, I expect Curran to do to do bits at lock if he even gets around, you know, 30 to 40 minutes. Um, he should still do quite well coming back from injury. But I would give him at least a week because I don't think you want to waste a trade um, trading him out only to see him go well. And then you want to bring him back in for round 17 because you're running short of players. And I don't think many people can um, afford making too many trades at the moment. And considering round 17, most people probably don't have even 10 players in their team. So um, I wouldn't get rid of Curran. Uh, fair enough. Uh, anyway, talking about the Storm, it's going to be quick and easy uh, for this team. I expect half their team to be in the 18 to 23 shirts. I don't expect many of these players to back up from origin. Uh, you know, the likes of Harry Grant, Kafusi, Munster, those kind of players. Um, it's, it is a decent turnaround. I guess they get three to four days, but I still think the way Bellamy's normally played it is he's very conservative and he'll uh, give people a bit of a break. So um, don't expect many of them to back up. Um, so probably... Not looking at many of those, and the fact that they're not playing round 17, most of them aren't going to be a pickup at this point in time anyway. Definitely keep an eye on Harry Grant, though. He was very good uh, in Origin, so he could uh, honestly be a good pickup for um, after round 17. So after that buy round and for the run home, keep an eye on Harry Grant because he looks like he's going to be very good quality. That's it from me. Yeah, beauty. Um, all right, boys. Final game of the round. Gee whiz, the 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 buddy Paramount Eels. They get a lot of Sunday games, don't they? Eels and Tigs both get the uh, those get a lot of the, the the last Sunday game. Um, okay. Uh, for the for the Eels, um, Junior Paulo again. Uh, may or may not play. Uh, it 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 all depends on uh, on how he pulls up this week. I imagine. Um, he is named at ten, but uh, it'll be just interesting to see. Uh, whether he plays after backing up from Origin. Um, uh, um, Will Smith looks like he he may come in for Joey Lusick um, uh, at at nine with obviously Reed Marnie out injured. Um, Hayes Dunster kept his spot uh, in for Fergo. 
Um, for the Tigers, um, Moses Emboy, don't worry, Daniel, fear not. He looks like he's going to play. Uh, <laughs> oh, again, <laughs> I know you're sweating on it. Uh, Joe O, again, may or may not play. Um, we'll see how he goes uh, after after Origin. Um, that seems to be the big changes. Otherwise, they're the same as the other week. Um, yeah, again, just the odd question mark here or there about uh, about the Origin boys. But uh, otherwise, yeah, um, let's get into it, Daniel. Yeah, sweet. Uh, I'll talk about uh, Parramatta here. Parramatta don't play the buy round. So, again, uh, be cautious about um, picking up these players over the next couple of weeks. Um, Moses was a pretty a pretty underperforming player for that buy round that I picked him up for. And I know a lot of people did. Uh, only scoring a 25 and Dylan Brown doing basically all the work in this Parramatta team last week. So, um, yeah, a bit, bit rough there to uh, rough there to take from Moses. Uh Probably don't see him as a sell. I I say this every time he gets a bad score, but I really hope that he bounces back and you know scores in the at least mid fifties to you know get um get his price of price back on track and um to get his scores back on track really. Um, outside of that, Papali'i as well has been pretty poor over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think he only managed a mid thirty last round as well. So, um. Yeah, worrying signs there from him, but Maddo, since he's been back, has been producing very good scores and looks like a, a keeper still um, in the second row on an edge there. So um, outside of that, I think that's pretty much it. Joey Lussick is an interesting one as well, actually, this week. I don't think he... I mean, he'll be there for the next two to three weeks, I'd imagine, while uh, Mahoney gets over that... Um, uh, what was it? The Shoulder. Shoulder, shoulder injury, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I don't think he's probably a go. You he probably, probably plays 80, though, him. Joey Lussick, to be fair. I mean, I'm just looking at his bench. Who comes on and replaces him? Yeah, or good does, point. Yeah, I, hey, I just don't see not listen to me? I just said apparently Will Smith might be getting a late call-up. That's the mail. Yeah, so Will Smith might be, if not. Uh, Dylan Brown has also played a little bit of uh, dummy half uh, when needed, so that could happen as well. So, yeah, I don't see him playing 80, but even if he did, I still think he's a pretty risky cash cow to go for, especially during these uh, during these couple of rounds. But outside of that, do you want to talk about the TIGs? Yeah, I would love to. Um, where do I start? Um, yeah, look, TIGs don't, also don't play that round seven in buy round. Um, so Dane Laurie is someone that you'd potentially be looking to upgrade around to that round 17 mark. Should be, should be good for the next few weeks while... Um, you know, all these wing fullbacks from State of Origin are, you know, question marks. But um, he's someone I'd have a plan for to upgrade, I think, um, and work out, yeah, you keep a wing fullback for the run home. Uh, Adam Dewey still shakes as an interesting prospect. Um, shapes as an interesting prospect, I should say. Yeah, playing from playing from the centres, he's sort of a little up and down. I think he's got mid-30s last week. Um, you know, he's getting hit, like a reasonable amount of points from his goal kicking as well. So... Um, yeah, look, I think he's going to be a little hit and miss as the rounds come, but, you know, probably not going to be averaging around 50. He's going to rely heavily on attacking stats to get up around there. So, um, interesting one if you're still, if you're an Adam Dewey owner. Um, apart from that, who else do we talk about? Little, yeah, look, I, I don't really want to talk about Little. Little frustrates me these days. He's getting... 80 minutes and uh, he's not scoring amazingly but you know he got a 48 I think the other week um last week with a try and you know 100 meter 100 meter run so um look that's not amazing but he's still 80 minute hooker nonetheless I guess um 12 he's been kind of been killing it if you own now 12 from the start it's absolute roller coaster um for him played 77 minutes looked red hot on the field I thought um you know ran for I think the most meters or one almost ran for the most meters for the Tigs. I think, um, you know, he'd start to make a few tackle breaks, um, you know, and bulk tackles barely misses. So, um, yeah, really like him if he's going to keep those minutes. Um, apart from that, look, much from muchness from the rest of them. Um, Stefano probably would have been a sell. If you still have him, he's a hold for the moment. I know, um, our Mr. Josh Halliday, um, is a, Proud Stefano um, holder and loved it last week when he scored his 50. So um, yeah, he was very vocal about that. I don't know if it got it stuck into you boys, but um, yeah, helped his helped his team. So he's someone that I'd be looking to to move on in the next you know few. He's got a bit of cash to make, but you know, 
around that round 17 again, um, bring in someone who plays that buy round. Apart from that, it's probably about it, um, about it for this team, I think. Yep. Beauty. Anything else, uh, anything else we want to touch on from that game, boys? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, beauty. Well, that's it. Uh, that's it for all the games, boys. Um, I do have a question for you, though. Have we got some buys, some sells, and some holds this week? We that, missed Dragon's Dogs game. game. What have I missed? <laughs> Dragon's Dogs Monday, the four pm. The game oh of the round. Oh my rounds. god! There's another game. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yuck! Okay, look, we're, look, we're going to do it because we have to. But uh, <laughs> yeah, jobs apparently. Dra- dragons, Dragon's Dogs here, boys. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King, named to come back from an injury uh, at the... What is he? Is he named it? Yeah, he's named it to start at nine. Um, okay. Um, Brad Dietz, uh, Jackson Topney are out of the squad. Um, sh- uh, shock me, boys. No, no one from the Dogs uh, is under an origin backup cloud. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Dogs are good to go, uh, gents. Uh, DWZ is under an injury cloud but is expected to play... Um, for the Dragons, uh, Tarek Sims um, has been named in the reserve, so we'll see whether whether he plays. Um, if uh, if he's out, Jack Bird would play in the second row. Um, so again, some few few question marks around that one. Pass from Silly uh, suffered a head knock, um, uh, needs to pass concussion protocols to play. Um, but uh, otherwise, that's uh, I think that's it, boys. Um, for the I think that's all the changes. I can't see any others unless you guys can see some shadow man as you go. But uh, Mooney, do you want to get started, mate? Would love to, and I think I'll talk about the dogs. Um, and I'll, well, yeah, look, I might have regret this decision actually. Um, look, not heaps to talk about. Jack, steer into it, mate. Steer into it. <laughs> Jack, I still scoring pretty well. Um, you know, got a five game average of uh, like around fifty, no higher than fifty. He wants to be around sixty, I think. Um, he's been killing it, so he's looking like a keeper in the centres. Um, Luke Thompson still bodes a Good option come the next buy round um, when the dogs play around 17. So, um, really like that is averaging around 56. Um, would watch his, you know, if you want to bring him in now, if you're confident that he's still going to score around the 50, I'd still be a little cautious, you know, now that Adam Elliott and Josh Jack are still back in this team. He scored a 56, I think, the other week from 60 minutes, 46 from about 60 minutes, I think. Um, so would maybe wait just this week just to see how he goes. Um, if he scores a little higher, then great. I'd still bring him in. If he starts, you know, his score still the uh, if his scores start to dip a little bit, then um, would be very cautious in bringing him in. Um, otherwise, look, it's about it. Uh, Josh Jackson, he played, I uh, played around seventy, if not a little more minutes last the other week, and I think scored it scored just shy of a fifty. I reckon he scored about forty nine or forty eight. Um, just bulk tackles. Workhorse, um, yeah. Look, he's probably about the same as Luke Thompson. I think I'd put him in the same category. Um, you know, just just to wait and see. Um, you know, don't need to bring him in right now unless you want a point of difference right away and you're confident that he's going to score um, around the fifty plus um, plus mark. Otherwise, it's probably about it for the dogs. I think. Yeah, they do play the round seventeen by, but I'd I'd be pushing it to say any of them are an absolute must-have for that round. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anyway, for the Dragons, uh, Dufty had an absolutely blind, absolute blinder of a game um, over round 13. So he honestly looks like um, an excellent oh, an excellent player. Um, I'm surprised that he's still off contract and the Dragons haven't tried to tie, can you believe, tie him up. Yeah, can you believe they don't want him? They, they've told yeah. him, oh, we don't want you. They've told him, go. They reckon Cody Ramsey's the future. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, no, I don't think Cody Ramsey gets that. <laughs> I mean, he, he creates every attacking opportunity that they have, the Dragons, and they're still comp- like they're still dead set on letting him go and seeing how they go next year. So, geez, it'll be very uh, unsurprising if come next year they're struggling to score points. Uh, let's leave it, th- leave it at that for them. <laughs> um, ben Hunt had a pretty good game for those that picked him up over the buy round. Uh, he... Will go well over the next couple of weeks, but do be cautious of the fact that he might get a call up for Queensland, considering their absolute drubbing. Um, other than that, Jack Bird did really well in the second row. Don't expect that to be long term. Um, I think Tag Sims will probably be rested, uh, even though he's on the reserves at the moment. 
Um, so he'll probably get another week or two there. He might get that spot actually over the whole origin period, uh, depending on if they keep Tarek Sims in the squad. But I do see him coming back into the centers for the run home with uh, Lomax back as well. So um, wouldn't expect big scores from him long term in the second row, but at least they're going to be a bit more consistent, you know, getting the tackles, getting the run meters. Um, you know, he got a try on the weekend. So um, that breakaway try as well. God, he had some pace to him, didn't he? Um <laughs> Outside of that, uh, DeBellin got a few minutes. Uh, his price is going to start plummeting now because he only got mid-20s, I think. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on him for the run home if he takes that spot off Jackson Ford. But Jackson Ford has also been pretty good. Wouldn't buy him, though, um, with that risk of DeBellin coming and taking that spot and because Maguire's going to come back into the team soon as well. So that's about it for the Dragons. Not too many options to go there, unfortunately. Yeah, beauty. Anything else you want to touch on, Jens? No, very happy. Yeah. All right. Now that that's all the games, right? Like we've run out of games to talk about, right? Yeah, that is all the games. Beauty. Um, just quickly. Well, not just quickly. Take all the time you need. Uh, Mooney, have you got a buy, a sell, and a hold? I do. Hit me. I do. My buy. Look, <laughs> don't think either of you are going to love this call. Actually, you know what? I know neither of you are going to love this call. But my buy is Jake Chaboyvic. Because what? I, Jake I find that he backs up after all these Origin games and he plays the next buy around. Yeah, but if his brother's not playing, he's only going to get a 35. He will score. <laughs> <laughs> not going to buy it. You know what? That's fine. Oh, my no, hold. No, go on. Make a declaration. Be bold. You know, my, my declaration is that Josh Schuster is going to be a hold. Um, because, yeah, he's going to come back in the next few weeks and has been you know, red hot uh, as a Julie as well. Covers, you know, the trigger positions of half and edge. So... Yeah, he's still hold and sell is Tyson Gamble. Look, who knows with these um with these Broncos halves, I thought Tyson Gamble wasn't terrible and probably kept his spot. Um, but look, it's the way they want to go. So um don't know if Tyson Gamble comes in and you know, he could be in and out of this squad. So uh yeah, I would I would sell him and move him on to look, anyone else doesn't really matter. Uh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I I don't I don't dis- look I I don't love the Jerbo pick but I don't don't necessarily have like a massive aversion to it. The Jerbo pick goes against everything you've been saying about Jerbo though. You said he was an absolute get rid of when Turbo wasn't in the squad, but uh, I did not say he was an absolute get rid of. I said he's not been scoring as well. Hey, on, I just said he's not been scoring as well, and then I've been talking him up for like the last month. Actually, that's true. You you have been on the Jerbo train for a little bit. That's fair. Um, Daniel, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go first? No, I I can go if you want. Um, All right. My buy is Corey Harawira Naira. He is scoring um, absolutely enormously for the for the Raiders with all the defense they're doing, plenty of tackles, getting plenty of meters as well. So um, very good base stat machine. Um, very, I think he's still unders. He's only around mid 500k mark. So um, he's still unders for what he's scoring. So yeah, get him in if you can. Um, my hold is Josh Curran. I think. Um, got to hold on to him um, playing lock this week. If you haven't gotten rid of him, that is already. Um, he's definitely a hold now that he's back from injury. He should score quite well, get plenty of base stats in the middle of the park for the Warriors and hopefully um, stick it out and stay in the squad for the round 17 buy round. Um, and my sell, I wanted to say it was a hold, but I think a sell for this round is Josh Schuster. I know everyone's probably held on to him, um, hoping that he would come back and play uh, over this period, but it looks like he's um, not going to be probably hitting the scores that he was previously. He's had a few, um, well, a rough couple of rounds. Um, his price um, has peaked considering his current scores um, and probably most fantasy owners of his need um, an extra player this round, including myself. So he's probably a sell. He probably will make a little bit more cash over the next couple of weeks when he comes back, but I think he's, it's worth offloading him to get a player to play this round or to make up a 17-player um, squad this round, um, that is. Wholeheartedly so, yeah. agree. I've I've done the same. I've sold him this week. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, I'd like to hold him, but yeah, considering don't have a 17 and he's not playing, he's unfortunately going to be an out for me anyway, yeah. but probably for a lot of people as well. My, uh, yeah, no, I you know, I like all those, actually. I like that. Um uh you're welcome mate it's uh, you know what mooney mooney be better mate honestly buddy daniel's kicked your backside this week that's all i'm gonna say 
Yeah, I've had a clanger. It. It's all right. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, the other reason I agree is because Daniel said uh, one of the things that I was going to say. But I've got I've got some different ones. So my, my buy this week is, Mooney, you actually touched on it. So you, you won yourself some points over. Uh, Brody, uh, Brody Jones uh, from uh, from Newcastle. Uh, I brought him in. I brought him in last week, actually. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I like that. So, yeah, so Jones for me. Uh, my hold, also a Novocastrian, uh, is uh, Jaden Braley. Yes. Um, he's had he's had the uh, the odd rough week, but uh, I think I think he's a, I think he's a hold for mine. Uh, and my sell, also a Novocastrian, Kalen Ponga. I have sacked him. Too injury prone. Don't know what's going to happen with Origin. He certainly won't back up if he does play Origin. So for mine, my sell is KP. And obviously won't play the uh, won't play the round seventeen buy. So that's uh, that's my buy, sell, and hold. All three Newcastle boys. What do you reckon, Jen? <laughs> I yeah, actually I like, like that. that. That's good. Yeah. Could Thanks, even boys. add Connor Watson into that uh, that list if you like. Yeah, as the as the captaincy material. Yep, fair enough. <laughs> sure, <laughs> man. As a hold, but yeah, sure. Yeah, as a hold, yeah, yeah agreed, agreed. <laughs> um, if not, buy. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I want. I'm going to put you on the spot, boys. I want a prediction with all this. Uh, with all this up in the air, who do we think's top scoring, Mooney? Who do you reckon's top scoring this week? I've already said Jack Whiten. He's scoring a million. You reckon Jack Whiten's scoring a million? All right, Daniel. What yeah. do you reckon? Oh, I was going to go the exact exact opposite and say TPJ is going to score an eighty with like fifteen to twenty tackle busts. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Jason Taumalolo. Oh, gross. I reckon he's top scoring this week. <laughs> I love it. Hat trick incoming. God. Need to um, go back. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, with uh, with with the makeshift back row pairing, I reckon uh, I reckon Tamalo is going to have a field day. Get it, get him running back against the grain or something like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's he's on, he's on for a big one. I can feel it. Cowboys by a million this week. Sure, I think by two, but yeah, sure. I, I'll take it. <laughs> you, said, you, said, you said by thirty at the start of the show. Yeah, well, I just, I just think without Turbo that the Cowboys should win that game. They should yeah. win that game. No, take, taking the Cowboys hat off, I, I think, I think without Turbo, I think, I think Manly might struggle. Um, boys, cracking work. It is uh, the cobwebs are well and truly there after <laughs> we got so off, but we got through it. That's the main thing. Oh god, love <laughs> well, that. Best episode yet. Good yeah, job, gotta Chris. be, gotta be. <laughs> well done, boys. Let's uh, uh, let's chat next week, huh? Yeah, <laughs> well done boys, cheers Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains Podcast Congratulations if you made it through all of that waffle this week uh, Look out for our uh, Round 14 review coming next week